0: How are you, Jeremy?
1: I'm all right, Sam. I drank last night, so I'm having a little bit of feels. But, you know, that happens, doesn't it?
0: Yeah,
1: it does. (laughs) I'm going to get some water because hydration is important, especially after one has imbibed a bit. So, while Jeremy goes to get water, let me welcome you all to a really
0: clear... Podcast. a show where we talk about topics that are clearly queer and queerly clear yes two fairies discussing things fairly
1: yes as best we can except when i go on tangents and rants but we all know Which is basically happens. every episode oh. so today <gasps> oh sam you're gonna have to hold on yeah i'm getting water you're gonna ha- you hold up the fort right now bitch yes
0: So today, Jeremy and I are going to be diving deep within the cool waters of dreams. Dreams, what do they mean? What do they stand for? Why do we have them? Do they mean something about our lives or are they just amalgamations of things that we've experienced throughout the day? Dreams, dreams, dreams are made of thumbs, something? As a song,
1: out? I'm trying not to get in a a copyright infringement with people I love like Stevie Nicks. But we don't
0: charge for this podcast. We can sing whatever we want. Um, it's a free podcast.
1: We don't have to worry about that stuff. Beep 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 beep. Sweet dreams are made of this.
0: Yes, very very good. Um. That made me think of Sting's Desert Rose for some reason. Okay, Okay. so Jeremy, today we're talking about dreams. Dreams,
1: Sam. Let's talk about our dreams, your dreams, my dreams, ASMR induced dreams. Dreams.
0: So let's Uh, start with what is a dream?
1: Do you want to start, Sam? You're very yeah. logical. You can be very Vulcan. So why do you know about the the like the endocrine uh, neurology? Endocrine yeah, sure. Endoneurology of dreams. Yes. What Tell is
0: us? a dream? A dream is defined by a series of thoughts, images, and sensations occurring in a person's um. mind during sleep. Um It can sometimes be a succession of images, ideas, and emotions, and it's involuntary. In the mind, during certain stages of sleep, the content and purpose of dreams are not fully understood, which is why we're talking about them today. Although they have been a topic of scientific, philosophical, and religious interest throughout recorded history. Mm. So, yes, dreams are always a divisive subject. A lot of people think that they are just an amalgamation of thoughts that we are expressing about our day. For example, I woke up thinking that I had wrote a really fabulous song, but really it was just Demi Lovato's Cool for the Summer. And I was very disappointed when I found out that I wasn't an an amazing dream lyricist. Um, But also sometimes we have dreams that are so vivid and express such interesting ideas that I believe it might be our brains unpacking things that are too difficult to understand in our consciousness. So, Jeremy, you're a witchy witch.
1: Am I though? I would like to think so. Yeah. What is
0: your shamanistic approach to dreams?
1: Well, I think. I don't like I think. That's logical. uh, you, You brought out uh, you brought out the logical <laughs> part of it. That yes, are oh. oh blessy, blessy, okay. blessy, wow. Gesundheit. Thank you. Um, so for me, dreams are the magical place I love to go to when I actually fall asleep. I think there's a couple of uh, side, you know, little side swirls, little whirlpools in the world of dreams. Like, oh, dreaming can be. Uh, there you go, Sam. Wow, you dodged that one. I'm literally watching Sam dodge oh, suck sneezes. Suck back
0: that sneeze. Sorry.
1: Oh, suck it good, Sam. All right. Well, I find it just to be another dimension, like people's imaginations are another dimension. It's another dimension of something that has every um, uh, edifice and every matrix of a reality. Orpheus. You feel in it. Edifice, not arfus. Have I have have we just brought this down to an exceedingly oral level, Doctor Freud? Yes, ma'am. Wow, thanks for that, anyway, Sam. Sorry, continue. Anyways, thank you, thank you. Thank so you. it's another dimension. It's another dimension, and so these things, I do believe, we can just unpack things that we're struggling with in the when we wake up into our human body yeah. suits in what we call the third density of earth um but i also think that there are really vivid dreams that i remember since childhood strange or scary or thematic dreams themes that come back i mean some of the most recent really vivid dreams i have have really um brought me to a uh, a more consistent belief that i think i engage with um beings that reside in other planets and other dimensions. Uh, I do believe this, and I uh, enjoy that. Any dreams
0: about uh, uh, floating pyramids?
1: You know, I didn't have a dream about it, but I think we did talk.
0: In case people do not know what we're talking about, in a previous episode, Jeremy was talking about a spiritual moment he had while he was awake where he saw a floating violet pyramid green pyramid
1: uh cobalt blue
0: cobalt blue pyramid so i was curious and if I that the weirdest here... thing is that it had
1: an it had an like an electric crackling noise wow. with it too so that was an interdimensional manifestation as far as i'm concerned and it's the the closest thing that ever happened to me besides that was that i put an amethyst on a friend during um during a point where he was freaking out after a really bad LSD trip, like wow. he was, he wasn't conscious and thrashing. So I put the amethyst on his heart. I put my left hand on the amethyst and I put my right hand on the ground. And the experience of the electricity of it moving through me was very, uh, intense. That's the other intense energetic experience I had. And this was a Fairy witch camp. So Maybe. that's why that's why I am indeed a witch, and I do think You're these so, things you are happen. Witch. Yes. I,
0: so oh, as my. as you know, Jeremy, I'm yes. Pisces. You are. So you are such a I dreamer, You're such a dreaming so I um babe. consider myself, if not an expert, um, a uh, prolific dreamer of vivid dreams and nightmares, as it is sort of common nature for the Pisceans of this world which can be quite problematic for me sometimes because my dreams are so vivid and that I often have a hard time leaving them alone like I'll wake up and I'll be like well certainly I don't want to do this so I'm gonna go back to bed I've known oh, to
1: sleep a lot. Yeah. Are you preferring the other dimensions Especially to Earth? Especially a, a Piscean thing.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just going to astral project all day if, that, if that's oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is this something that you officially know how to do, Sam? Are you confessing to me that you may actually astral project? I
0: think I might. Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, um, we can talk think about that because that also that is also another dimension. I don't know. We were, some people may do that through dreaming. Some some people may actually know how to do that outside of the dreaming thing. But you know, it's like when you get that place where you're almost asleep, and then something jolts you, and you're like, boom. And you kind of the body thump
0: happens. I had a dream about Britney Spears
1: and oh, is that another piscean thing pop tarts we were talking Tart.
0: i was at her house and we were talking about you know what was going on with her in free Brittany. and yeah. she at the end of the dream she came to the conclusion that she needed to tell everybody what was going on and then the next day or the morning of after i had that dream i read online that she had released information court documents that she appreciated the free brittany movement and wanted her case to be open to the public and that she was officially denouncing her father and wanted a different um executor or whatever yeah. to be named to her estate yeah so uh, i'm just saying i you're saying Britney, you have
1: precognitive dreams I
0: sam i to brittany in my dreams and then I know no, I on. think I, I don't think you're Bertie the only I one I know who has Brittany and I had a conversation. and then obviously, so I knew what was going to happen because I talked to her about it last the the no. night
1: before this is the, this for some, can be an explanation of how the quantum field and all of our consciousness are floating in it. If we aren't if we aren't like in this, I just call it like submarine consciousness. You know how, like the submarine is, the submarine knows itself, or I mean, knows itself. Submarine is a tool. It is a vehicle, which exists in that in the watery world.
0: (laughs) I love this. I love this. This is description. A submarine is a uh, vehicle. It is an aquatic vehicle. It's an aquatic vehicle. 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 Um it is yes. under the water.
1: It is under the uh, water. But you know the the
0: what of the words sub and marine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. I, I mean if you are if you are a, a you if you are a well-built marine sub, please see me after the show. <laughs> 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 oh my grandfather was a marine. Okay. This is very dreamlike our so our stream of consciousness. But are you a sub? Um a marine? marine question mark. Oh, my God! My hormones are on fire. Okay. So, but do you know how there's that little that little eyelid thing, the little thing that peeps above the water and like sees a whole different thing? A stethoscope? No,
0: that's not right. No, a
1: periscope?
0: Periscope.
1: That's periscope right. A pair peering eyes. So I consider, like, dreaming to be kind of like that i also consider consciousness to be like that like we're all in the pool of consciousness we're all in the pool of universal consciousness and we are specifically built in a con- a unit of consciousness to have particular personality traits and per- particular experiences we're all particles of the universe uh, every every unit of consciousness so dreaming can be a way to go to the collective consciousness like carl jung talks about. So have you ever res- experienced
0: what you might think is a past life in a dream?
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Do you have oh, anything ones that you remember? Yes! Yes, I thought I was in Hawaii. But I remember the po- point where I, I snapped into this is like, this is Hawaii, but it's not Hawaii. And um, I was at the top of this tall building. At the top of this tall building was this tiny little pyramid. And I was inside this little... The pyramids have a, me and pyramids are a big thing. Uh It's like, it's like a deep, a deep creational form. It's a deep creational platonic solid in shape for me. So I was in this tiny pyramid and then I like crawled out of this little pyramid at the top of a tall building. It's like glass. Could have been like an obelisk, you know, like a like a building that looked like an obelisk. If you don't know what an obelisk is, it's what the Washington, Washington Monument is shaped like. Yeah. Or any of those it's tall, also, needly um, things. Cleopatra's needle and
0: it is. It's also a God is. card in Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: Oh, rad. Yeah. Thanks, Sam, for taking our deep conversation to a screeching halt. Sorry. Um. So, so then I started flying, I was flying over this area, and and like, for my friends in Brazil, um, you know, like the coast of Brazil, especially around Rio, is very dynamic. Those really striking mountains that are like, looks like, they call it the sugar loaf or the bread loaf. Like the hills are really steep and really green off the, uh, very close to the ocean. Like I, I was dreaming of this kind of vista and I was flying around and, and I'm like, this is something. So I think it was actually Atlantis or Mu. Which is which are known to be the ancient civilizations that all went either underground or disintegrated because when you change dimensions the reality changes. It's like going from regular regular earth to fairy earth or regular earth to like uh where some of these mythological beings. Right, right, it is. It is. And Tolkien did a great job of like like humans can't get to the land of the elves um sure but they kind of do
0: well have you but it's a hidden land and you have to go have you read the cimmerillion no what's that i'm gonna give you the fast and dirty of how that works so the elves and and, um like demigod creatures like gandalf came from i don't remember the name of it but like you know the land that the elves went to at the end of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, they went back. Oh. Um, so they are they are all originally from this place where they served the gods, essentially, or the children of the gods. And then they they went to Middle earth, um, and um then they went back. So they're all originally part like they are originally from there.
1: Right, yeah. right. But the dimensions change and you go to Middle Earth or you go to um, a, a thicker physicality dimension, which yeah. is what
0: you would like. Uh, it there's a big tree in it too, like a big tree of life. The tree, <gasps> of,
1: life of, the tree of life is so important to me, Sam.
0: How did yeah. you? How I think did you if I know remember, that? Have we ever talked about the I'm tree of be life? I'm totally, totally butchering this, but I think there might have been two trees.
1: Well, that's because. And then
0: work. one of them got destroyed. I don't remember. Uh, I need to read. I need to read the Cimmerillion again. Okay. Well, and it sounds well, amazing. Though. I know. Well Tolkien, like that was like his big like coup de gras, is that the right word? Like yeah, sure. he, he cared more about creating the Cimmerillion than he did about any of his other books, but I think he died before he was able to complete it, which is unfortunate.
1: Oh yeah. That that can be the thing. So I'm probably totally artists, all of this artists, Rings, wizards, stand, witches and other people writing stories about stories and depictions of other dimensions. Don't wait. Do it now. We
0: want to yeah, hear uh, about we're, we're all in you. the universe. Uh, we're talking to, to you. Those Game of Thrones books aren't going to write themselves.
1: No, this is what I, I mean. I, I have a full-blown confessional conspiracy that like science fiction isn't fiction. They're just other planets, and there are other places that, that the souls on Earth come from. I absolutely am completely know this. I know this for myself. I can pretty. We're talking about dreams, whether we're daydreaming or sleep dreaming. I have seen some cool things. I have had. I have had um, lens-shaped craft in my dreams come in the exact Men in Black way. Like it's not there, and then put pop, it's right above me. In, like, an Arizona sh- uh, strip mall. It's like the most typical thing. I'm like getting a smoothie in an Arizona strip mall. That's one of my most vivid recent dreams, the past year or two. And I was just overjoyed when I woke up because it's every cool thing about being partially from Earth, and we're all partially from somewhere else. All huh. of us. That's why all the mystical traditions say we are from Earth, but we're also from the sky
0: have you um, ever had a dream where you were able to take control of the dream because you were aware? Oh, lucid dreaming was such a
1: 2012 thing for me. Like, as we were moving out of the... Moving to a new age is what some people say, but... During 2012, I was so down for lucid dreaming, and I was meditating a lot, and I had some amazing lucid dreams. Usually, taking control of cars that have gone out of control is a way for me to know that I'm lucid dreaming. Also, in the erotic dream world, I'm like, this is happening. I mean, especially nowadays, if you if you are if you don't know you're dreaming, but then you and you are a very um, staunch. Um, no saliva swapping quarantiner and you're a single person and then you're fully oh getting God. all the lucid sex dreams excited
0: sex dreams there have been some dreams right dream. this was when i was younger i
1: so love them they're one of oh. my favorite lucid and sometimes <laughs> not lucid dreams but i it's it's dirty in my sex world
0: yeah. it's sometimes fun my lucid dreams when I would just like, when I realized I was dreaming, I'd just like, okay, I gotta run to the nearest person and start having sex with them. But it's. I know
1: that was really that's so much of like the late teens and twenties of lucid dreaming. It's like oh, who totally. is this? I'm like totally. now I'm going to manifest this hot person. Oh hey hot person! So like and now there's these things I really want to do. So you want to do them? Yes, you have uh-huh. you you totally want to do them. Oh my now, god, dream though- sex. So good. I don't
0: really have lucid dreams anymore. I do have dreams where, like, towards the end of it, I'll be more oh, aware that this... Is this. Well, I'll be like, i okay, this is a dream. Yeah. And more than anything, it's less about I'm going to control this scenario and more like I'm just going to try to keep myself from waking up <laughs> because wow. I want to see how this. I want to see. How... I'm aware that I'm dreaming. I want to see how the story yeah. ends, you know?
1: Yeah. Except I have found my my dream sequences when it goes dark or when something is chasing me I'm like why am I running so fast I'm like oh this is bullshit I'm getting out of this dream right fucking now yeah that's happened so, to me too before so it's a very much a um very much a thing that um I uh try I mean yeah I I have not really had a chance to face the things that chase me in my occasional being chase dreams because, because if there's usually something creepy that happens, like if they end up getting to me, it's like, like everything becomes very electrically charged and I freeze, which is an awful feeling. So the few times like I've had that, or I've had sleep paralysis or I've had a dream where I'm in my room, right? You think you've woken up, but you just, end up being in a weird astral space. Yeah, like that's looking. happened a couple times. When I was living in West Hollywood, I think I either actually was out of my body or I was just having a dream that I was lo- looking at myself sleeping. And I'm like, what is this? What's going on here? Why am I? I'm like, oh shit, I didn't wake up from the dream. I just got to the, I just, I, it was a fake out. On another level, doing this bullshit again? I need to get out of this dream.
0: We are going to take a break. We're going to take a nap. And we're going to get back to Have you guys all, you all dream, with more Sam. stuff about dreaming. Dream a little dream. Mm, How's that song go? Okay. Goodbye. Me me,
1: me, me. Don't let me pass you by. me. me, me. All right, and we're back. So yes. Sam and I, we're talking about a certain theme of a dream. Oh, the a dream has theme. a theme. The category is the
0: category is dreams. Dreaming You're on Drag Race, drag race, for race. dude. Oh. So many people I've heard, myself included, have had dreams about being on Drag Race, and it's always very anxiety-inducing. And um, I always wake up thinking, wow. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm not on drag race because I was woefully unprepared in that dream to be on oh drag that race.
1: is the thing, being woefully unprepared. like we've gone into the we've gone into the gay the gay consciousness. we've gone into the go- consciousness of all of all of all queers and critters who have yeah. been on drag race and experiencing their deep stress about being rushed. I was like the only. They're lucky if they have two hours to get in drag before the runway. Mm-hmm. They're always on such a schedule over there. Always it is the same highly time-sensitive. No wig, one shoe, not not um not cinched. Uh, uh, someone stole something. We have ten minutes to get on the runway, and I'm I barely got my brows done. You yeah, know. it's always
0: the same. I'm like I'm on
1: drag uh, race. Uh,
0: and i don't have any clothing so like i'm using whatever i have in the room to like put together an outfit because i'm supposed to be on the main stage in like 10 minutes
1: and it's very
0: stressful and also like in the back of my head i'm like oh my god like i'm in the final three or i'm in the final four and i'm not actually supposed to be on drag it's
1: usually about five or six people when the shit hits the fan i'm like oh there's not that many people. I can't yep. fuck it up like this. It's I like, how did I get I didn't so even far? Tape, I didn't even tape my head to put the wig on correctly. Like, who am I? Who's who's, who's quantum? Who, who am I quantumly entangled with in Drag Race? Oh, wait. Many of them.
0: Yeah, so I would like to know, because I feel like the story of these strange Drag Race dreams are actually quite similar for everyone. It's like, you're on yes. Drag Race... Oh shit! You're not either. A. You're not even a drag queen. So what are you going to do? You don't know how to do this. Or B. Maybe you've dabbled, or you are a drag queen, but you just like don't have anything. Like where? Where's my shoe? They're
1: lost. Where's my wig? Yeah, especially, especially shoes and wigs. Yeah. And wigs so
0: how does how does your how do your drag race dreams differ, considering that you are slightly there's, more there's these? that
1: one. No, that one is so real, and it's like. Different cast members, usually Alaskan jinx are involved, I think because I hung out with them a lot in 2013. But I was telling you during the break that I had a dream while staying at Sharon in Alaska's place during August of 2011 when Sharon was taping. I dreamed that Sharon won. I dreamed that Sharon won. I dreamed that Sharon won. And she was at the Brady Bunch house. having. We were all at a pool party. And she's like, Jeremy, I won. <laughs> I fucking won or something like it. I'm like, I know. Isn't that great? Oh Isn't God. that great? And then it, it literally it was like nine years ago when all of this happened. It was like late August, early September. And I was like, I was like around going around the world. And, and like my academic career was like taking a deep plunge because I hadn't gotten enough work done. Okay. But I did have a dream about Sharon winning. I had a precognitive dream. But before. did you have a dream about
0: Alaska winning? Or did she just tell you? Uh,
1: no. No, I can neither condemn nor deny that statement. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: But, I mean, I love, I love my vivid dreams. I love almost all the vivid dreams I can remember. It was a really creepy one I had when I was really young and it felt very like like some kind of dark creepy ritual in which i was tr- like i was tr- like my i was being brainwashed or like my consciousness was trying to be taken over by something and even thinking about it makes me feel gross but there was a repeated mu- a very creepy c- repeated musical theme and like a set of words or syllables that still kind of creeps me out and makes my stomach turn Do you have any really, really creepy early dreams that you still remember from like your first ten years? What Um, were the first seven years?
0: I'm going to get into that and then I want to branch out into um, something related. But yes, I'll I'll cover this first. So I would have, I used to have night terrors.
1: (gasps) No! Yeah, I used to
0: have night terrors when I was a kid. My brother used to sleepwalk and I used to have night terrors. And I would have these two reoccurring dreams. One was would be that I would be watching power lines go by, like as if I was in a car watching power lines, which doesn't sound scary. But like, I don't know, it was was very scary. And then um, at the end of it, I had like these dreams for a long time. And then I had a dream where like the power lines finally ended and I was like in like a mad scientist's lab. And then I never had the dream again and then the other one that i had was less of a dream and more of a feeling where like i would see like kind of like a decaying like a like a skull turning to ash very scary but it was less like the actual like visualization and more like just like feeling textures and stuff that like in my mind's eye that like were not that were scary but um i want to bring up one thing where it was like i feel like Bad dreams have some kind of synergy with panic attacks because I remember once I don't know if I was asleep or not I'll be completely honest I was coming down from drugs
1: okay that's a real thing
0: so I was sleep deprived and that probably really laid into why my brain like could not process something yeah and I woke up from like falling asleep or something screaming because I had this sort of visualization that I had destroyed the world like that, like I had done something and the world was going to, like it was the world was, was ending. And I remember just screaming like fucking trigger warning, like call an ambulance, call an ambulance, call an ambulance, because I felt like I had lost my mind. And eventually it probably was in within like 10 seconds that I came to and I was fine. But yeah. it was a serious panic attack. And I was having like this out of body, scary experience. And I, I've never had it since, but it was like. But full, you uh, you, woke,
1: you woke up on this dream that you personally had taken part in the destruction of Earth.
0: Yeah, like I was like half asleep and half awake and it wasn't like a, a dream where it was um, like actually things that were tangible happening. It was just a yeah. feeling. It was like a feeling dream.
1: Uh, and, yeah,
0: all blown panic attack on the ground, hands in lap like hoping that it would be over situation it was actually quite similar this was before i had done lsd or something before but yeah the only time that i had anything even similar to that was when i had taken acid and i um you know acid for all our viewers i'm not condemning nor condoning the use of these types of psychedelics but you do need to be careful because psychedelics uh,
1: you do need to be careful with the set setting Of course, if you have a bad
0: trip then you can slide into some really dark territories. And I remember yeah. I was in my friend's bathroom uh, ha- hacking up, like, trying to throw up. Yeah. And, oh my god, sorry, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. But I felt like, the similarly, like, that the world was an egg, and I had cracked it. Mm. And I was just, like, in like I was in a bad fucking situation. Yeah. And I just felt like I was never going to escape from this these bad feelings. Thankfully... Uh-huh. Eventually the drugs wore off and I was fine. <laughs> but I, I do feel like- Well, if you get yourself into
1: such an emotional state, right? That's the thing about dreams and the emotional state. That's the thing about drugs and the emotional state. Yeah. The, well, the emotional states are, are connected with memory, neurologically and beyond. Paraneurologically. Uh, memory, uh, I was reading this in uh, the book, uh, like Music in Your Brain i might have said the title wrong it's one of my like sound healing recommended bibliography books and um emotion and memory are very deeply connected and then the senses the sense senses senses your sensory facilities um emotion and memories so we have all of these factors <laughs> pardon we have all the all of these factors Coming in when it comes to dreaming, when it comes to daydreaming, when it comes to like these different states of consciousness that um we are capable and find ourselves, and um I mean, when it comes to these states, like the I once had way too much weed, and then I did kind of get panicky and dissociative, mm-hmm. right It's like I couldn't remember where I come from or who or like all of that was like. I don't know these people. I don't know anything. I like my sense yeah. of I- when identity have, is starting drag, to, to disintegrate.
0: To, yeah. Identity disintegrating is the perfect way of putting it. Truly. And that's sort of like the breaking point when you're having a bad trip or, aren't, yeah. or doing something is yeah. when your identity starts to disintegrate and you're not willing to let go of
1: it, right. then it creates become, a problem. Yes. When you go against the idea, because, because, the part of it is that you feel like it, there's just like a uh, a domino effect of separation. Yeah. Uh, instead of like when people go into like oneness or some kind of unity consciousness bliss nirvana state, like they start feeling connected with everything. But if you don't like everything and you're not willing to see that it's like it's all yeah. one, that's a Who's horrifying. Lose your individuality, place to be? and
0: it can be right. horrifying for someone that like that's why I say like do not fucking take acid when you're...
1: Don't try hallucinogens if you're really attached if you're not, to not, If you're not,
0: yeah, if you're not ready for that type of thing, because if you really need to retain your individuality and can't break from it, then you're uh, there could be a chance that you're not going to have a good experience.
1: Right, I call it a broken record syndrome. I, I, had a, I had an experience where I just felt like this is like a weird loop. It's a yeah. weird, it's a weird dream loop. And I, oh, I and thing. I mean, like on um, people who experience mental health issues, various kinds of mental health challenges, um, I, we, th- there's, there's sometimes a feeling that we're in this loop and people went out of the loop. Yes. So that- I think that's why people do intentional dream work. I mean, sometimes when I'm in a good state and I'm not and i'm not like plunging into phone screen light and or just phone addiction and i put away my phone or i at least put the mantra playlist on i'm like i really want to intentionally dream tonight i really want to intentionally know that i'm going into the dream world going into the dream time and that i want to and if i can be aware of it i would like the to notice that through these various means I could do lucid dreaming and you know it just reminds me that like we can try that it's, it's' it doesn't harm anything to try it as an experiment because we do have a cer we do have a certain amount of intention and willpower to say how things go you know, you
0: know- I actually kind of envy that because like I feel like you're like excited about the idea of like, okay, I'm gonna go to bed. I'm having dreams for me because like I have so many dreams per night. They're all Mm -hmm. extremely vivid. Mm -hmm. They're all extremely intense. I'm a Pisces. Um,
1: I fear it.
0: I'm like, oh my god! Like when I go to when I go to bed, like shit's gonna get fucking real for like a long time, (laughs) and I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna be a changed person every single
1: night. Every single night. But that, I mean, yes, that's a you. That's a. That's that's the unique that's the unique uh, confrontation with a deep dreamer like yourself. I like know. for me, because I have to I have to find I have to find my healing journey out of insomnia, because like I don't stay asleep for very long for whatever reason. And then I wake up or, or like my body's a little overly electrical feeling, or then I'm just tossing and turning, just how I got my back strain. My low back strain back in July, and it sometimes pops up. So, like my stress around sleep is that sometimes I drink, I drink semi heavily a couple of days a week, so that I might just go to sleep quickly. Yeah, you know, and then the psychology. why not like the best we don't sleep. No, because uh, drinking doesn't help sleep. It just, it just makes me feel heavy. It makes me feel heavy mentally and it makes me feel heavy physically, which is part of like the getting to sleep thing as a depressant. Like medicating to go to sleep is not something I really ideally want. I would rather just go into a more uh, zen zone through meditation or through the mantras that I'm learning about through sound healing uh, classwork. And I'd rather do that, but I worry about, oh, okay, so it's going to take a long time. Like, like literally my mental hyperactivity. So if anyone out there has had breakthroughs uh, about insomnia, please let me know. Oh yeah, let it's me been know. Been happening too. a long time. I think part of it is that touring life I have to be able to wake up in an hour or two if it's a late night and an early flight. So I think there's some part of the adventures of touring life in the past seven years that have like maybe fucked up my sleep but i was just thinking that i really do love and adore touring so i just have to find my own my own healing journey yeah
0: to just getting into face a face. ritual i think helps because then it activates things in your brain saying okay now it's time for bed like brushing your teeth even things like they're simple as simple yeah. as that or that's like but, all, but like also like before a, bed. sorry if ritual. this is
1: tmi tmi but usually usually i gotta pull the patch
0: yeah, that's what I. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, and I don't want to associate pulling the patch with, like my way of getting my my energy to a place where I could go to sleep, because then it's also medicating with my body chemistry.
0: How many different things does pulling the patch stand for? <laughs> it's like everything. I,
1: I I'm just glad I'm just glad I could say pull the patch and enough people will understand what I mean. If I pull the patch before I go to sleep, maybe it's just a uh thing. I don't but, know, but I've heard it
0: in so many different contexts. <laughs> Honey Well that's what makes it that's
1: what make makes queer speak. I'm change so the name of the
0: podcast ball. to pulling the
1: patch. Pull this patch. You wanna pull this patch? <laughs> boop, 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 you wanna pull this patch? Boom, boom, beep, you wanna boop. Boop. pull this patch. Pull the patch. Pull the patch. Oh my god. Beep, 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 there's your pull next the the beep, 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 Pull the patch. pull the patch. All right. Pull this patch.
0: Pull this patch. So controls. I want to sort of, okay, we've broken down a couple different types of dreams, which yes. I think can be categorized. There's like sort, a.k.a. normal dreaming. You have a dream, things happen, you wake up.
1: Right. You have it's a, it's a, thing, a scenario where just like moving through a, a dream reality.
0: We've talked about nightmares, and, which I think, I do think they associate a little bit with anxiety mm. and mm. panic attacks experiencing in the subconscious. And we've also talked about stress dreams, which we talked about RuPaul's Drag Race stress dreams, but also I think a lot of people might relate to dreams about being back in school. I didn't. Oh, my God, those ones.
1: Test. Oh yeah,
0: But they're very similar, though. Like, I'm telling you, RuPaul's Drag Race stress dreams are like a different category for queer people on you're back in school. Instead of being back in school, you're on drag race. On they're the same drag thing, right?
1: Prepared. Yeah, I keep on same? having I keep on, I keep on not being able to deal with my math classes. There's like yes. unfinished business about my math class because I never went past uh, second level algebra. I never went past algebra two. Yeah, I've so like, I'm like, <gasps> I can't graduate without without this math class, and I don't understand anything in this math class. What am I going to do? <laughs> oh, math, math, strangely haunted me. Uh-huh. Me, me, don't let me pass you by. don't know pass unless you try. Me, me, a moment planned for you and I. don't let it be goodbye. La 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 la. Dream music, dreamy music. We have associations. The music that is supposed to be dreamlike. Do you have, like, a dream-like dream, like music associations?
0: Yeah, no, totally. Like, I've mentioned before, which
1: I'm like starting to begin game to music.
0: understand. Yeah, well, all sorts of different types of music. I often hear melodies and lyrics in my dreams, which I realized recently are probably amalgamations of music that I might have listened to throughout the day. I just didn't put together the puzzle yeah. pieces. But um, I told you recently about, like, a really vivid dream that I had, <laughs> where I was like going through different sort of elemental planes, a plane of earth, a plane of water, a plane of fire. And then towards the end of the dream, there was like a symphonic orchestra playing this like Lord of the Rings music. And it was like, well, because I think this is actually something that's very, that might be unique to my dreams, but probably isn't. Where most of my dreams, I am viewing a story taking place. And right. I'm not That's actively the usual. participating. Yeah. So a lot of my dreams do contain music to go with the like what's going on um, and the visual effects. It's like a it's like a movie. Yeah. What about you, Jeremy? Yeah.
1: Well, I, I well sometimes in order to go to sleep, I have various sleep playlists and. Last night was one of the times where I'm like, yeah, rocking out my, in some kind of dreams. I'm like, I woke up to Joan Armitrading. like now and zero, now and then, zero and now, wow. this, which is this a major rock anthem, and storytelling rock anthem, folk rock anthem, I'm like Joan Armitrading. Has been has been goddessing my dreams, and I would have never gotten into her if I hadn't left my playlist on. Yeah, and had music, which will actually happen. But I have to be careful because sometimes I listen to slightly melancholic music when I'm trying to get to sleep, and I think that can lead to me having a weird a weird vibe when I um when I uh, wake up. But yes, the music comes. I often wake up with a tune in my heart and a tune in my ears. It's not always like something I'm going to write down and make a song. It's, it can't be someone else's song. Like um, uh, Justin and I have been listening to a lot of Cher. So, like, oh. there have been a couple of times where this amazing, under underrated, um, like, kind of B side. From one of the shares rock albums from the late '80s, it's called "Fires of Eden." It's such, like, it's such a Guns N' Roses rock ballad banger, and I love it so much. And like that's, I've woken up with that. I think Janis Joplin. I usually like, you know, rock goddess bangers. Those it tends to be a theme. Tends to be something I really enjoy. And that will pop up when I wake up with a song. And Mozart, too. I often I often have the Mozart on the brain because he's very therapeutic for me. So those are two wow. I can recall.
0: I've been listening to Vivaldi again as well.
1: Yeah. Love me some,
0: uh, some winter, the four seasons. Oh, Vivaldi. Vivaldi. Viva, viva. I actually often um falsely watching like YouTube videos, um which is why I think I attribute that to why I actually have a lot of dreams where I am associating with YouTube personalities or celebrities. No. Yeah, I like my brain you Spirit are very team. sociable I've had dreams about Marina and the diamonds before um i've had dreams where i was hanging out with tati westbrook um
1: Ooh, yeah also you do love one. those uh, you do love that mua online community
0: i do and also it's weird too because sure. like i had a stream about tati westbrook who's a youtuber who's involved in that jeffree star drama and i was like Sort of like talking to her about like oh like I'm really sorry like I know you're in a stressful situation it's gonna be okay though like I believe you like I, I understand why it's easy you know no matter how old you are to be taken advantage of and to make poor decisions. And then I woke up and I was like, "Oh, it's really, un- it's a really unfortunate. I don't have her number. I would have liked to tell her that in real life."
1: <laughs> Aw, being a caring member of the community. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Is, but maybe we, a- maybe she was, maybe we uh, astral
1: projected together into a dream, and she was. Able to- a, yeah, I mean, I think these things can happen all the time, which is why, I, like, what if my mantra hashtag is "keep it open." Did
0: you, have you ever an have open a mind
1: dream? and an open heart about the kinds of people? you I converse with and the kinds of conversations I have cuz I could meet someone from 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 any old place and be like I feel connected to you for some reason let's chat let's let's see how this goes and I love those things those things are the stuff of life for me like and like maybe we have been having this this conversation in the dream time or the astral plane and like i love that it's finally manifesting in this dimension
0: did you ever have a dream that you shared with someone else
1: sorry i should say that possibly possibly i'm not gonna say no no doesn't feel like the intuitively correct answer i think i have but i can't think of anything off the bat but i think it's sometimes when i when i when i sleep oh It's sometimes when I am sleeping in the same bed with the person. Uh I'm surprised we haven't, Sam, because when I visited you for last year, this time of year for like our our big our big uh, friend, our big friend, new love each other. Cool times visiting you in Kentucky podcast fest. We were sleeping in the same bed, and, I, and you're such a dreamer. I'm surprised I, ha- I hadn't shared any dreams with you. Big dreams you got, Maybe Sam.
0: you did, and I just didn't tell you. You bastard. Maybe. <laughs> Jeremy, as yes. we wrap up today's wonderful discussion on
1: dreams, good Oh, such a good topic. Such and a good all topic.
0: sorts of things. I know, I love it. We should probably do more of these in the future if we have more to say about it. Or maybe yeah. we can... Talk about our uh, listeners' dreams and have a whole thing about Ooh, our yeah. favorite dreams. If you have dreams and you're like, I really want them to talk about this dream, send us your dream. Not literally, Don't literally yes, send and
1: Patreon dream. and Patreon uh, subscribers go first.
0: Yeah, so feel so. free to write it out, or even if you want, send us an audio file at a. a, a, queer podcast at gmail.com that's a fairly f-a-e really queer podcast at gmail.com or you can even send it to us via instagram if you want we'll find it that way as well
1: yes seven 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 or
0: yes jeremy as we wrap up this episode what would you like people to take away from our lovely discussion on dreaming
1: The takeaway is that there are power in our dreams, whether they are day dreams, whether they are goal dreams, whether they are, um, I finally had sex with that person. I am so, thawing on in your dreams, or whether you have a dream about being in a red light, red light, um, big shower orgy, and your friends saying that you're not supposed to be in this orgy, and it's okay. You know, our dreams are a way of recalibrating our I mindset. Sure. I had a dream like that. And, that, and it's crazy because I can't say what they ha- all had in common. But I understood very clearly the message from that group of people. Dreams are powerful. So have a dream journal. Write down your dreams. Share your dreams that you feel comfortable sharing with others. You may find that there are codes solutions, inspirations, and magical, magical things that come from paying attention to and respecting our dreams.
0: Even in my dreams, I don't get invited to the orgy. Even in my dreams, I'm not getting invited to the bathhouse orgy.
1: Yeah. Well, Mm. there will be other times. We'll all celebrate once the COVID thing's down. So yeah. if you're interested in celebrating post-COVID with me, please describe your fantasy, and then we'll see if it's workable.
0: Yes. Please send me a rubric, blueprint, and a PDF file with the breakdown a of the fantasy. Yeah. And uh, we will uh, see... 500 words it, or less. Exactly. Yes. And we yeah. will consider it uh, and per- perhaps put it into post-production. If yeah. we can get the funding, yes. Uh, speaking of funding, please support Jeremy on Patreon, and oh. also support him by taking advantage of the wonderful sound healing sessions he has on a s- scale between thirty to fifty dollars, I believe.
1: Oh, it's thirty. It's thirty. It's uh thirty or forty plus. Uh, the thirty dollars is for um folks who are deeply in need, uh, all of my uh, witchy and queer uh, siblings of color and those who know oh. that he- their healing journey takes first concern. That is always my special. 40 on up for intuitive tarot. I've had wonderful sessions. Uh, when the website gets up, or if you need a reference, I have re- wonderful references. Um, and then the sound healing toning tuning forks crystal bowls and Tibetan bowls all that can be yours and monthly if you want to become a patreon subscriber uh, just slide into any of our communicative uh, venues and i'm happy to talk with anyone about that sharing the space with you next time when we are with you and you are with us on this a fairly queer podcast bye sam oh goodbye